Hey guys, how's it going? Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. And this episode that you're about to listen to, I'm pretty fired up about it. I think it's going to help your business grow in a tremendous way. And I think it's critical right now, especially as we're going through this new economy, the corona economy, and we have to really sharpen our business skills if we want our businesses to grow, if we want to maintain our businesses. I'm going to be tackling one of my favorite subjects, the subject of rebooking. I really believe that you can take what I'm going to share with you and you can turn rebooking into an art form. Just like you have hair cutting as art, has have hair color as art, your business, if you're in the booking business, if you're in the business of making reservations, then let's take rebooking and let's dissect it. Let's look at it. Let's turn it into an art form. So I'm excited. Can't wait to hear your feedback. I think you're really going to enjoy the episode. And now let's get into the episode, The Art of Rebooking. Hey, 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 how's it going out there, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. You are now tuned in. You're here. You're with me, the YFYI podcast. I'm your host, Sunny D. Excited to be back with you guys for another episode. And this is going to be episode number 217. Can you believe it? 217 times. If you've been through all of the episodes, great job. If you've been through half of the episodes, let's get it going. Let's get it moving. If you've been through 25%, I'm going to still give you some kind of credit. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. If this is your first time tuning into the YFY podcast, this is the place where you come to learn about those critical stages, those critical developmental stages of your career when you're just getting started. If this is your first year in the beauty industry, if this is your first year as a salon owner, if this is your first year in a new mindset because it's now 2021, happy new year to everybody out there. We're about halfway through the first month. I can't believe I'm even saying that because it seems like we were just like, yeah, you know, doing the countdown thing, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. And here we are already in the middle of January 2020. One, but this is the place where you come to get some little bit of little bit of work on that muscle inside of your head, that muscle, that invisible muscle that we don't get to see every day. You know, when you look in the mirror in the morning, you're getting ready for work, you're getting ready for school, you're getting ready to go wherever you're going to go. You never get to see like what kind of condition your brain is in, but it's one of the most vital points and vital muscles that you have in your body. You know, I don't know if it's even classified technically as a muscle, but I call it a muscle. It's where your hustle lives. It's where your, your drive lives. It's where your, your, your thoughts come together and fuse with your passion that keeps you going, that keeps you building, that keeps you developing. And so I believe it's one of the most important ones. And uh, this podcast goes in tandem. It goes in partnership, if you will, with the YFYI book series. I know a lot of you guys have read the books. I wrote a couple of books, one called Your First Year in the Beauty Industry, and that's all about how not to survive but thrive in the business of beauty and talks about those critical first 12 to 18 months of your career. And then I wrote the next one I wrote in the series is Your First Year in Salon Ownership. 
And that one is going to talk about, you know, the things that I've learned as a salon owner, as a business owner for 11 years now, things that I've learned, things that I've discovered, and hopefully give you some guidance as you navigate through. But as soon as the pen left the paper, as soon as I finished those words, as soon as I finished writing, I immediately had ideas. I immediately had thoughts. I immediately had other things that I wanted to include. And of course, you can create a revised edition. You can create a chapter two, a book two, a series three, four, five, and six. But I decided I wanted to do a podcast because I was being hit with these thoughts and questions as I go out and I speak at different beauty schools and Paul Mitchell schools and salons and talk to other owners and stylists all over the place. I was getting hit with questions and I was getting hit with, you know, scenarios and the environment, the landscape changes along the way. I mean, right now, I mean, think about the past year we've been dealing with this, you know, COVID-19 and that's changed everybody's business. That's changed everybody's approach. So the podcast is a great way for me to come weekly and kind of update you and give you some thoughts that are current. And sometimes I'll take lessons from the book and I'll give them an updated and revised, you know, real time look. And sometimes I'll take different topics and sometimes I'll take questions and I'll answer questions that I've been getting, whether it be on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on wherever. You guys, however, you guys have reached out to me, text me, however, and I'll answer some of those. So that's what I like to do. So thanks for being back. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Today, what I'm going to be talking about is I'm going to be talking about the art of rebooking. So one of those things that, you know, when you're in school, you don't really, I mean, you're so scared because you're trying to like get the haircut correct or get the color correct. A lot of times the other things that come along with the business of being a hairstylist, you may forget about, you may just kind of, you know, push to the side. And when you get into the salon, then you may not have, you're not going to have most, in most cases, you're not going to have those instructors or those, you know, learning leaders, you know, behind you or standing on the side of you, pushing you to move forward. So you have to really hopefully land in a salon where you have a business coach as well as an artistic director or coach um, that's going to keep kind of training you on those things because there is a business behind hair. It's not all art. But, you know, as I became a salon owner and, and took the, the next step in my career and started a company and started to hire and train and develop stylists that were coming out of school, what I realized real quick is the business is actually my new art, right? The business, you know, becomes an art. And so the art of rebooking is what I want to talk about today. And I'm going to take you through a training. I do this training with different stylists, with my team, with other salons, and I'm going to take you through it. And it's just going to highlight, you know, it's, it's not going to be, a, a, you know, a whole lot of fluff. It's really about nuts and bolts, about some key things that happen when you rebook and some key things that happen when you don't rebook. Now, if you're an individual, listen to this. If you're a salon owner or if you're not even in a salon yet, I want you to make sure you're ready. Take some notes on some of these things because these are coming from real data. These aren't pie in the sky like what I wish it would be or how I think it could be. These statistics and these things I'm going to share with you are coming from real data. You know, I have 11 years worth of data and hundreds of stylists that I've had come through the ranks, you know, from, you know, anywhere from just out of school to I've had people come in that have five, 10 years experience that were just looking for a fresh start. So I've coached people at all ends of the spectrum of their career. And I've compiled all this data over time and developing this training and developing this information 
And I want you to know that rebooking is one of the, you know, there's, there's some critical things that you need to do, you know, to be successful and to build a business behind the chair. And rebooking is one of those key things, you know, so I want you to really kind of lock in, get ready as we go through this information. And if you're listening to this, I'm going to be, you know, articulating it, you're going to get the verbal version. If you want to get the actual visual version, go to YouTube, look for me, look for Sunny D on YouTube, or go to Instagram. I'm going to chop it up. I'm making a video at the same time here. Um, go to wherever else, Facebook, and you'll see some videos of this. So if you're listening to this, just know there is a video form. Uh, we've got some slides. And if you're watching, I'm going to share the slides with the video in real time here. So you'll be able to check all of that out at the same time if you go to either Instagram or if you go to Facebook or YouTube or wherever. So let's get into it. So this presentation, the art form, it's an art form, right? Rebooking an art form, rebooking. So let's talk a little bit about rebooking. So rebooking happens. A guest comes in the salon, right? They have a great experience. And then you finish. They look at their hair. They're like, okay, I love it. Oh my God. I, I, you know, I look, I look so beautiful. And you're like, yes, 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 yes. Everything's great. And then you go through the closing of the experience. You know, we have something in our salon called the triangle offense, where we go from the station, then we go to the take home or the retail area, whatever you call it. And we kind of recap, these are the products that I use. This is the shampoo that does this. This is a conditioner that does that. This is the leave-in. This is the hole. This is the finishing spray which one of these or which um, ones of these, which would you like to take home today? Then they make some selections. We bring those up to the checkout, right? And if we have a reservationist, we're telling them, you know, this is our reservationist. They're going to get you checked out and set up your next reservation. Key thing, set up your next reservation, right? That's your future income. So you, of course, you know, there's a time expiration date on the haircut. There's a time expiration date on the hair color that you just did. So setting up the next reservation is key. If you're doing this yourself, you're going to say the same thing. You're ready to set up the next reservation. So that's the dialogue. You know, so think about the dialogue. I didn't say, you know, do you want to set up your next reservation? I didn't say, uh, do you want to? If you ask a yes or no question and no is an option, most of the time you're going to get a no. And not because people don't like you. That's just a natural instinct. That's just an instinctual thing. People are conditioned to reply with the answer no. Now, I want you to make sure you get that. People are conditioned to reply with the answer no. And why are they conditioned to reply with the answer no? Because as an 18-year-old, as an adult, when you became an adult, by the time you became an adult, you had been told no approximately 180,000 times in your life. You've been told no or don't or stop or something negative. So we're conditioned. You know, can I have some candy, mom? No. Can I have some more money? No. Can I do this? No. Can I do that? No, 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 don't stop. So we're conditioned 180. Are you hearing me? 180,000 times no. So you're conditioned. You're conditioned to think no, to say no, to, right? Just say no. I mean, we're conditioned. So the person, so if you give a yes or no, I don't care what the question is. I don't care what the question is. You give a yes or no, there's a big opportunity 
for you to get a no. So if you're into getting no's, then ask yes or no questions. If you're not into getting no's, then you have to make suggestions. Then you have to make recommendations. Then you have to offer solutions. A solution, no is not a solution. When you're rebooking, I want you to think about that. When you're rebooking, no is not a solution. Four weeks is a solution. Five weeks is a solution. January 15th is, is a solution. February 2nd is a solution. Three o'clock is a solution. 12 o'clock is a solution. No is not a solution. So keep that in mind when you're talking about the art form of rebooking. And there's a few things that I want you guys to get out of this. And I love acronyms. I'm, I'm the king of acronyms. So grow, if you think about the word grow, gain new guests, G. R is retain guests, O, offer new services, and W, watch sales grow. So if you start really getting into the art of rebooking, the art form of rebooking, those are some of the side effects. So there's five R's, and we're not going to go over all of them today, but the five R's, retention, rebooking, retail, referrals, request, those are the five R's. We're going to be focusing on the rebooking. I'll do follow-up podcasts and follow-up on the other ones. So first number I'm going to throw at you, if you're taking notes, write this down, 50%. 50, 50%. So 50% of guests who rebook, right? Think about this, 50%. Guests who rebook, they visit approximately 50% more times than guests who don't. That's just the way it is. If they're rebooking, they're not shifting and I don't know, I'm going to see when I want to come back. They're going to come back and they're going to visit with you more. That's one. Number two, guests who rebook, they spend approximately 50% more than guests who don't rebook. Think about that. They spend approximately 50% more than guests who don't rebook. Next one, guests who rebook, they refer approximately 50% more people than guests who don't, right? Where's your number one referral source? I want you to think about where is your number one referral source? Your number one referral source is the person sitting in your chair. They're the person right in front of you. They're the person that you're working on right now. They're the one that's going to send you a new guest. They're the one that's going to recommend you to one of their friends. The person sitting in your chair right now, that's your number one referral, referral source. Your number one referral source. Now, do you have other referral sources? Absolutely. You know, you have uh, Instagram, you have, you're handing out business cards, you have, you know, your mom, whoever. But if they're sitting in your chair, think about how many people you're going to see sit in your chair that you have an opportunity to provide a great service that are then going to take your name and your work, their hair out into the community. And be able to say, oh, look at me. I look like pretty badass right now, don't I? Don't I? And then somebody's going to be like, whoa, you do look pretty badass right now. Who did your hair? Who gave you that haircut? Who did your color? I just saw my friend so-and-so and their hair looks amazing. I need to come see you. So think about that. That's your number one referral source. Those people that are sitting in your chair. And so for them to be able to refer people to you, which is what's going to happen, people that rebook are just going to refer more people to you. So keep that in mind. Next, moving right along. So we've got the 50%. And 
the next one we're going to talk about are some of the keys, some of the keys. All right. The key, first key, if you're a salon owner, you work on a team, get the whole team involved. Everyone's involved. You're working solo. You're a solo, you know, artist. You are your team. Get involved, right? So get the whole team involved. Discuss. Let's talk about these future reservations at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end of the service. A lot of people aren't successful with rebooking because they only bring it up at the end. They bring it up when the person's walking out the door, they got their keys in their hand. Mentally, they're already at their next appointment or reservation or wherever they need to go, the grocery store. Mentally, they're already down the road, even though physically they may still be in the building. And then we come, hey, say, hey, hey, uh, by the way, um, do you want to set up your next one? That's one of the weakest the most sorry ass approaches that I hear stylists make. And I'm, I'm not talking I'm my style. I'm talking stylist, period. I'm in salons while they're open. I'm monitoring. I'm watching. I'm coaching. I'm listening. Schools, everything. Do you want to set up your next one? No. Okay. How about that? No. That's one of the weakest. So we need to be discussing the future reservation in the beginning when we first start talking about this haircut, when is this haircut going to need to be uh, revisited? When is this color going to need to be retouched? You know, this color service I'm about to provide for you today, Mary, you know, it's going to last six weeks. We'll need to have it, you know, have you come back so we can freshen it up or we can do a top coat. This haircut, you know, it's going to grow out a little bit, but we're the length that we're going to cut it today. You know, it's going to last five weeks and then I'll have you come back and we can clean it up and adjust the line dot, 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 fill in the blank. So talking about it in the beginning, then during the service, talk about it in the middle, bring it up again. You know, why does the color last that long? How's this product going to help this last that long? Once it grows a little bit, which is going to take this amount of time, this is when I'm going to need to refresh or revisit this. This is when we're going to need to adjust it. This is when we're going to need to refresh this. Okay. So in the middle, during the service, then at the end, when you bring it up, it's not a surprise. It's not a Hail Mary. Do you want to set up your next one? Um, no, I'll just call. Wow. Okay. That's exciting. You'll call. So what are you going to do as a stylist? You're going to sit and look at the phone until they call you. That's not a plan. That's not a business plan. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to sit around and look at the phone. Why? Because a bunch of people told me they're going to call. <laughs> so I'm waiting for them to call right? No, that's not a plan for success. So you want to talk about it in the beginning, talk about it in the middle. And then at the end, you're going to let them know. And what are you going to let them know? You're going to let them know the exact number of weeks for them to return. And you want to say it with confidence. You know, I hear, I hear styles. Well, uh, and the guests will ask, when do I need to come back? Um, eh, probably, uh, I don't know, like four to six weeks. Like, no, that's not confidence. Four to six, four to six. Is that the best you have a window? When you give guests a window, what are they going to do? They're going to jump out of it. You got to give that, give it to them with confidence. You know how long this color is going to last. You know, based on the color, the technique, the haircut that we did today, when it's going to expire, give them a confident number, not numbers, not parameters. Let's go ahead and set that next reservation up. I know this haircut is going to need to be refreshed in five weeks. That brings us to what is the date, right? You want to know that ahead of time. I've seen salons out there that 
you know, one of my mentors, Robert Cromines, I know I've seen something in their salon where they'll put like four weeks and they'll have a date and they'll put that at each station. So you'll see it. The guests will see it. Four weeks is February, whatever. Five weeks is February this. Six weeks is that. You need to have a system in place or have the dates in mind. We all are walking around. We have calendars in our hand. We have these phones, computers, they're booking stations, they're everything stations. We have them in our hand. What's the date? Know the exact number of weeks for them to return and say it with confidence. And always, always, always. Are you getting this? Always. When? How often? How often? Always. Always. Make the future reservation before you take the money. The transaction is over. Once we get the money, once you, you know, that, that's the end really of the transaction. Highs, buys, and so longs. So make the future reservation. What are you in a rush for? You're going to get paid. You're going to get paid. Make the reservation before you take the money. Okay. Those are some things, some keys. Here's some things to consider. Remember this, the 80-20 principle. What is the 80-20 principle? Let's talk about it. If you rebook 100% of your guests, 100% of your guests, there may be 20% that have to move or reschedule. There's this little thing that we hate in our company that everybody knows about in every company called a no-call, no-show, right? A no-show. And so when those things happen, there's going to be about 20% attrition, even though you booked 100%. So you're left with 80% of your book being full. So I want you to think about this. Where are you at right now? Where are you at on the rebooking scale? What's your percentage right now? And if you don't know, Figure it out and I'll call you back, right? Figure it out where you're at right now because wherever you're at right now, you can discount that about 15, 20%. I promise you, if you track everyone, did they come in exactly when they said they were gonna? Did they have to move? Did you ever have a no-call, no-show? Somebody tells me, oh, I, you know, I don't have no-call. No you don't have no-call, no-shows. Yeah, you have no-call. You have no ideas what you have because everybody, there's every business has that. Every business that's in the reservation business has that, right? And so you're going to have that as well. And so if you're rebooking at 100, take off 20. If you're rebooking at 80, take off 20. What is your real rebooking percentage? The cost of not rebooking. So check this out. This is a, if you're taking notes, write this down. This is, you can do this with, with whatever service, whatever frequencies you want, but this is a kind of a little bit of a, a formula to go through. So the cost of not rebooking, here it is. Okay, if you rebook a guest every six weeks, right? Every six weeks, they're gonna come see you eight, that's 8.6, right? Do the math, 52 weeks, you divide it in six into that, into a year, it's 8.6 visits per year. Now, don't worry about the 0.6, we'll carry it over. Is there such thing as a half a visit? Yes, technically there is. Is there 52 weeks in a year? No, there's actually more. So just Know that there's points and decimals. Don't get hung up on it. If you, if you feel more comfortable saying eight or nine, that's fine, okay? So if you rebook a guest six weeks, that's 8.6 visits per year. Now, if they don't rebook, right? I'll smell you later. They leave. They don't rebook. They don't put something on the books. What happens? What happens? What happens? If they don't rebook, they're going to come back. Oh, yeah. My guests always come back, but I don't rebook them. Okay, great. So that means they're going to come back. And you know, on average, when they're going to come back, right? Think about this. 
they're going to come back about 10 and a half weeks, 10 and a half weeks later, instead of eight, right? Or instead, I'm sorry, instead of six, where you would have had eight visits a year. Now they're coming back at 10 weeks. That takes you down to 4.9 visits a year. That means you're losing 3.7 visits. If any service or any guest that you know should be coming back every six weeks, you're not rebooking them. Now they're coming back every 10 weeks. And why is it 10 weeks? Why is it 10 weeks, you ask? Well, because at six weeks, shit's expired, right? Hair's grown in. They know it. You know, all their friends know it, right? At seven weeks, it's starting to irritate them, like to the point where I can't cover it up anymore. You know, I'm, I'm like using that little spray and I'm right, you know, and then at, at like eight, then they're like pissed off, right? Who are they pissed off at themselves? But you too, right? And they're like, oh, great. I got to get in the salon. Guess what? Now they call. They can't get in. They can't get in. Why not? Uh, because you're booked. Why are you booked? Because you are because you're a good stylist, right? You're just, there's nothing available or the time that they're looking for is not available because they call and they want to get in when availability, they want to get in today because they're already a couple weeks past due. And so then it gets pushed out and that's how we end up getting the 10, 11, 12 weeks when they should have been in three weeks ago. So now you just lost 3.7 visits. Okay. And the, here's the, and that's only part of the great and bad news. Here's the other part. Think about how much that costs you. So if they spend an average of $80, that's a loss on that one guest of $296, okay? Think about this. What if you have 250 guests, right? Think about that. And what if you're a 50% rebooker, right? That's 125 guests you know, that you're missing out on $296 on. That means you're talking about $37,000 loss in a year. Because of those lost visits, because of not rebooking, each guest you don't rebook, do the math. How much do they spend? They come in five times a year, right? And they're spending 50 bucks a, a time. That's 250 bucks, whatever your number is. If they come in four, you just lost 50 on that one. If they come in three, now you're lost 100 on that one. So every guest, you know, there's a week. There's a frequency of visit that's going to be best for their haircut or their hair color or their whatever. Your job as the professional is to make sure that they're able to maintain that schedule. So think about that. 37,000. And these are real numbers just from one stylist that I was running this number, these numbers on these calculations on based on guests that they weren't rebooking based on them not being a great rebooker at 50%. Remember, they were probably a true 60, 70, almost percent rebooker. But when you have the reschedules and you have the no shows and you have the this, that and the others, now they're truly a 50% rebooker. Now we're talking, hey, you want to you want to make a you want to raise, right? You're looking for new guests, right? You're looking for more a bigger tip, you're looking for increasing your prices, you're looking for all that when the thing that you could be looking for might be right in front of your face. It's called the person in the chair 
and it's called rebooking them before they leave for their next reservation. So that was just $37,000. Now, Mr. Mr. Salon owner, what if you have three of those? What do you have if you have two of those people, right? We all want to do better. This one thing I'm telling you guys, this is the key. Rebook everyone. Rebook everyone. There's going to be lots of reasons, right? There's going to be lots of reasons. I don't know my schedule. I don't know if I'm going to be here in six weeks. Really? Okay, come on. I don't know your schedule either, right? But here's one thing we both know. This haircut's going to grow out. Okay, <laughs> this, this color is going to grow out. This color is going to fade. So you don't know your schedule. I don't know your schedule. But here's one thing we both know, Shirley, is you're surely going to need to be back in the salon in six weeks. And uh, according to the calendar that I have, today's January 15th. That means uh, February 22nd at 12 o'clock. That's what time you came in today at 12 o'clock on another Friday. I want to see you here so we can both be sure about one thing. Your haircut's going to look perfect. Your color's going to look great. So this is, you know, I'm, I'm having some fun with you guys, but this could be your dialogue. Could you approach it with that amount of confidence? You just have to be sure of a few things, right? You know the color's going to grow out. You know the haircut's going to grow out. You know six weeks when, what the date is. You know, in six weeks, what the time is. Let's get our calendars out. Let's get in sync. Bob, let's get in sync. Kimberly, let's get in sync. Michael, whoever, Sonny, you, me, let's get in sync. Okay. So we know that. And so if you guys approach this with confidence, I'm telling you, you approach this with confidence. I'm telling you. Your business will change. You start rebooking people. Will you still have no call, no shoes? Yes, you will. Will you have people that, oh, yeah, something's going on. I got to move it out. Okay, yes, yes, you're going to have all that. You're going to be fine. You're going to have that. We all have that. But what you're also going to have is more consistent business, happier guests, more profitable salon or salons that you work in. It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. You cannot lose. So hopefully you guys take this information, you put it into play. Let me know what's your rebooking percentage. Let me know what other topics you want me to drill down on. You know, these trainings that I do, most of these trainings are like in-house. I'm doing it with my team. I'm going through, but I want to share some of this with you guys. I want to kind of bring you into my world. I want to do what I can do um, to kind of not just motivate and inspire, but educate on the process, on the business of beauty. This is the business of beauty right? So hopefully you guys can take this. Remember, rebook everyone. That's, that's the ultimate goal. Rebook everyone. Run your numbers. Figure out what it's costing you. What is rebooking costing you every single year? I'd love to know what your current number is, and I'd love to know what your goal is. I'd love to know what your goal is. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at SunnyD1.0. DM me, message me wherever. Hit me up on Facebook. You can find me, SunnyD, SunnyD at Facebook, wherever. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on wherever. At your first year in, follow us on Instagram. Stay up to date on the podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, 
where else can you listen to podcasts at Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio? I don't know where else, anywhere. iHeartRadio, uh, they got Overcast, they got this cat, all kinds of casts. But wherever you're anchor, if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, I would love if you would leave a review. If you like the content, if you got something out of this, maybe give it a rating, five stars. Share this with a friend, share this with a colleague, share this with somebody. Let's grow together, right? Let's grow together and let's get our rebooking game on. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast where I come to you each and every week. Can't wait to talk to you on the next episode of the YFY podcast. And remember this, this is a place, this is the podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening or thanks for watching. Remember, all the slides are in the video and I will talk to you soon. Hey guys, hopefully you are ready to rebook everyone by now. Thanks for listening to that episode. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but uh, yeah, pretty excited about the content. Pretty excited about rebooking. I just know that if you apply some of those things, those approaches, those strategies, the thinking, if you apply that to your business, you're going to see tremendous things happen over the next week, over the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I can't wait to hear some of the successes that you're having. Please share those with me. Please come back and let me know. And I'm excited to hear about those, but I'm also just excited because I know the amount of growth you're going to have. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. I've seen it in my own businesses. I've seen it with the stylists that I work with. So I know you're going to have a tremendous amount of success. So thanks again for listening to the YFYI podcast and I'll catch you on the next episode.